The Cemetery Ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 44 Archdiocese of Chicago Catholic cemeteries willing to help you in your time of loss. Call 708-449-6100 or visit catholiccemeterychicago.org. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837. Henry Ford once said, a business that makes nothing but money is a poor business. At Catholic Charities, we are deeply grateful to our corporate partners who agree with Henry Ford. Some of our corporate partners make a financial commitment each year to the work of Catholic Charities. Other partners donate or offer reduced prices on goods and services that help our clients find stability in their lives. Still other corporate leaders gather their employees and regularly volunteer at our food pantries and our suppers for the homeless. For over a century, support from businesses large and small has been vital to our efforts to strengthen the lives of individuals and communities, one person, one family at a time. If you'd like to join us in our mission, please call 312-948-6864. That's, 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 that's 312-948-6864. Thank you. listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. everyone and welcome to another broadcast of Diakonia, a call to service. Diakonia, I like to remind folks, is the Greek word for service. It is also the root word for deacon. Joining you today uh, is yours truly. I am uh, Deacon Richard Hudzik, and I am privileged to serve the Archdiocese of Chicago as vicar for deacons. I also get to work and pray with the good people of Mary Mother of Divine Grace in Westchester. And uh, you, you, you want to say, as usual, joining me is Deacon Dave Brensick, but not as usual, second month in a row, uh, Deacon Dave Brensick, the Diaconate's Associate Director and Deacon at Holy Guardian Angels Parish in Brookfield and LaGrange Park, is calling in from his home. And uh, for the second uh, month uh, for this show, uh, Dave is calling in because we are in the midst of this very strange and troubling time of the coronavirus. And a, a note that we're recording this on April 24, and by the time this airs, circumstances might have progressed or changed from where we are at the moment. But um, with that caveat in mind, we want to talk about good things and talk about life and hope, despite however discouraged or distressed we might be at the moment, um, we're going to look for God's hand uh, in our midst. 
The deacon's ministry is about service. Uh, the threefold uh, ministry of the deacon is liturgically at the altar, as a teacher of the word, and as servant, and as a doer of charity. And as deacons, we feel, especially today, that we want to offer some hope, some words of comfort and compassion, and how we might pursue the journey of not seeking God, but rather letting God find us. In this show, the Archdiocese has graciously given to the office of the diaconate is talking about how the call to service is for all of God's people, not just those who are ordained as deacons. So this is not a show about deacons by any stretch, but it is a show by deacons, and we want to invite people to join in and, and walk with us in our, uh, in our work in this kingdom. And for today's show, we've invited uh, Helene Albano and Deacon Jerry Nora. And just as uh, Dave Brensick is maintaining his social distance, so too are Helene and Jerry, and all three are calling in today. And in general, what we're going to talk about today is spiritual direction. So hello, David, hello, Helene, and hello, Jerry. Hello, everyone. Hello, Dick. How are you? I am well. Hello, everyone, from Jerry. Okay. All right. So, um, Dave, you and I are, are old shoes. Uh, we've been doing this for a, a number of months. Um, so people, I think, know us uh, and have grown to love us, I'm sure. Uh, well, anyway, uh, Helene and Jerry, uh, some preliminaries. Who, who are you and what's your di- uh, the connection that you might have to the diaconate and that sort of stuff? Tell our audience something about yourselves. Um, well, I am a Helene Albano. I was married to Deacon Terry Albano for 40 years. Um, we journeyed through the diaconate program together for formation. Um, Terry was ordained in 1999. During our formation, I kind of got the academic bug um, and was very interested in theology and went back to school and got my my degree in religious studies and various certificates for ministry. And I ministered together with my husband at Our Lady of the Ridge Parish for the whole of his diaconate journey. Okay, thank you for that. And uh, that's still your parish, correct? It still is my parish, yes. Very good, very good. And uh, Jerry, where, where do you hail from and what's what's your story? I'm from St. Mary of Vernon Parish, Indian Creek, near Libertyville and Vernon Hills. Uh, my wife and I have been uh, worshiping at St. Mary of Vernon Parish uh, since 1989. It's where we raised our four children, where we've baptized four of our eight grandchildren. Uh, I've been with the, I've been ordained as a deacon since uh, 2012. My wife and I went through the deacon formation program that, uh, like Helene's, uh, was partly an outgrowth of a resurgence of our academic lives and our prayer lives at the same time. Okay. All right. So w- welcome to both of you, and, and thank you both for uh, being willing to sh- share what you know about spiritual direction with, uh, with our listening audience. Now, the goal for today, I think, is, is twofold. One is um, the—I don't want to say the elephant in the room. That's kind of a, a limp uh, metaphor. But I want to talk briefly about this—we're uh, now, what, about six weeks into Illinois' shelter-in-place order, and— and what you're experiencing uh, with that, 
um, what you personally are observing. And then secondly, we'll turn to the main topic of the day, and that is uh, spiritual direction. So, um, Helene, coronavirus business, um, affecting you personally? Is, is there hope here? Uh, is there anything good that you're seeing in this? Um, well, I think anytime there's chaos, you have to look for the opportunity. So... Um, Many people have been thrown into isolation. For me, it's kind of the reverse. My daughter was um, coming up on the lease of her apartment and looking for a new place, and she was thinking about moving in with me, and then she lost her job. So now that's become a permanent situation. So instead of being alone and isolated, I have extra company. <laughs> hmm. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's so that's, good. that's been good. Um, as far as ministry goes, I do like um, visiting of the homebound and assisting with daily masses in various places and am part of a uh, uh, peer ministry supervision group. So all of that has been canceled. Um, I'm also part of a grief group. So we've been doing things on Zoom, you know, to foster a sense of community. Um, I've noticed that the good things that go on in our parish, we have a lot of social justice outreach. We have like a homeless shelter and the food pantry. People are binding together to continue to make that happen and to restock the food pantry. So, you know, I guess... You're limping, limping forward where the opportunity pre presents itself. Now, Jerry, um, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, I want to ask you what, what you're seeing uh, with the COVID-19 and coronavirus business, and then we'll turn, uh, turn the corner and get into spiritual direction. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Can you be baptized like I have been where do you go when you realize that you or someone you love needs assistance at home? Where can you turn and know you will get sound advice that you can trust? Catholic Charities Home to Stay program offers competent help and peace of mind to seniors and to their family members. Our thoroughly trained professional caregivers provide companionship, assistance with seniors' basic needs, and help with light housework, all in the comfort of a senior's own home. Schedules can be flexible, so seniors receive only the help that they need and want. Most of all, Catholic Charities has the name and reputation you can count on, with more than 100 years of experience helping people at transitions in their lives. To learn more, call 312-655-7415. That's 312-655-7415. Make the most of each day with Home to Stay. A census is about to take place in the United States. It only occurs every 10 years, and it's extremely important that we all participate. Hello, I am Cardinal Blaise Supich here to tell you that I recently signed a proclamation of support for this nationwide initiative. I signed the proclamation because I know how critical the census is to our future. The census numbers determine political representation and the allocation of billions of dollars of federal, state, and local funds. Underserved neighborhoods especially need accurate counts so they can receive their fair share of improvements in infrastructure and services. Please respond to the 2020 Census questionnaires. This is for citizens and non-citizens alike. All information is totally confidential 
and will not be shared with other government agencies. We all benefit from an accurate census count. Thank you for participating and may God bless you and your families. Are you cleaning out your closets this winter? If so, Catholic Charities would be grateful to accept any gently used clothing donations that you have. Winter coats, boots, sweaters, pants, hats and gloves in all sizes are always appreciated at this time of year in our community clothing room. Also needed on an ongoing basis are new underwear and socks for guests who come to use the shower facilities in our Pope Francis Ministries. And all types of professional clothing for men and women are most welcome in our Mary's Closet wardrobe. This special collection of dressier clothes is offered to our clients who are preparing for job interviews. Drop-offs can be made at 721 North LaSalle Street or at any of our regional locations. For more information, call 312-655-7700. That's 312-655-7700. Thank you from everyone at Catholic Charities. And we are back, and Jerry, just before the break, we were talking about uh, signs of life in the midst of this uh, uh, shutdown. Jerry, what are you seeing out there in, in terms of the coronavirus and, and, and life in the Lord? I have a unique privilege of working uh, in my hospital ministry. I assist at Resurrection Life Center, a long-term nursing and short-term rehab center in Chicago, and it's been my privilege to be able to assist at private masses three days a week and do communion services three days a week that are put over our closed-circuit television. Mm. And I'm continuing to minister the Eucharist to uh, between 70 and 90 uh, communicants a day here. Uh, we've been very blessed with uh, stringent protocols here. We haven't had one COVID case yet. I was going to say you're, uh, you know, uh, on the, the precipice, you hear so many things about the uh, the rapidity of the infection in, in uh, those group living uh, arrangements. So God bless you for that. Good. Uh, the yeah. Lord is with you. I want to turn now to uh, the, the topic of spiritual direction I've mentioned a couple times. And um not an academic uh, presentation, of course. We don't uh, we don't have the time for that or the inclination, really. But um, it's uh, it's on my heart and on Dave's heart uh, as well to um, let the the broader world know about this this thing called spiritual direction. So I'm going to turn to Helene to you first. What is spiritual direction? Who's it for? Is this just for the uh, for the saints and the uh, and the priests? Um. As far as I'm concerned, it's for everyone, everyone who seeks to grow in their relationship with God. So and, I think that and, takes in the whole body of Christ. And what, what, what is spiritual direction? Um, it's a relationship between two persons. It's a process of spiritual accompaniment. Um, it's an opportunity to deepen one's connection to God. And it's essentially, it takes through through confidential conversation, you know, listening, um, prayerful listening, on a kind of scheduled regular basis, because they think if we don't schedule things, they get away from us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, now, what the, the term uh, spiritual direction, is that the term you use, or companioning, or do you just uh, leave it loose uh, and un undefined? Um, I like the term companionship or accompaniment. Okay. You know, when you use the term spiritual direction, people have the notion that there's a sense of telling people what to do. Mm -hmm. Mm 
mm-hmm. and you know, like a, a prescribed path. Right. You know. Well, yeah. Okay. And but, I mean, the sense is more of the Holy Spirit being the guide beautiful. in the process. Yeah. Okay. Good, Jerry. Um, would Would you nuance that, or um, is that how you would describe uh, spiritual direction by your lights? Uh, Helene's description is spot on, but yeah, I would stress uh, aspects that she's already mentioned. Uh, the spiritual director, if we call that uh, the director, is concerned with helping a person develop their relationship with God uh, and discern what is God calling me to do and how adequately am I responding. It's basically helping a person improve their prayer life. It's a formal relationship. Uh, it isn't simply being a friend or a, a companion, but it is specialized. It's confidential. It's a trust relationship. And it's focusing on getting the uh, spiritual directee or companion into a better relationship with God. So now, who's who's talk who's talking during this uh, these these conversations? Is that is that the director, uh, for lack of a better term, or is that the directee? Well, I would say there's a matter of emphasis. The director's job is primarily to listen and to respond and to guide when appropriate. Uh, frequently there may even be silence because uh, the person coming to spiritual direction frequently is trying to discern what exactly is happening. And uh, it should be a comfortable relationship where uh, even at times silence is very important. Uh, While we listen to the Spirit or try to find the right words to express what is coming into our hearts. Now, Dave and I uh, are privileged to receive spiritual direction, um, as uh, I dare say, Helene and, and Jerry, you do as well. Um, so for anybody, how, how is this different from counseling? Uh, excellent question. Um, first, the counselor is your coach, and the counselor is uh, providing you with a voice for guidance in your life. And this is really an exercise where one is trying to listen to God not to a counselor, any other counselor. Uh, I've heard one good analogy, and that is to marriage counseling. A good marriage counselor is trying to get the spouses to talk to one another. Uh, Here, the relationship is centered on helping a person listen to God and to approach God. Okay, good. Other, Other insights here on this distinction as to what's going on? in uh, the spiritual conversation, uh, Dave or, or Helene? Um, I agree totally with what the deacon brought up about getting people to listen and to listen to the voice of God and to kind of open the conversation to that. Okay, now when we spiritual. come back, we're going we're gonna, to uh, jump into a break here. We're going to come back and talk about what a session looks like, how long, who's talking, what's coming up, do I need to have a degree in theology to do this? So when we come back, we'll get down to the nuts and bolts of this. Baptized like I have been baptized. Are you an attorney who's retired or semi-retired from your practice? Catholic Charities welcomes your expertise. 
Whether it's a dispute with a landlord, a concern about possibly being the victim of a scam, or an issue regarding family law, clients can feel alone in the complex legal system, especially if they are unable to afford an attorney. Our volunteer attorneys answer our legal advice line, offer one-hour consultations, and conduct legal seminars. They're dedicated to informing and empowering low-income individuals as they navigate civil law issues affecting their lives. Come in when your schedule permits and share your knowledge with grateful clients. To learn more about this rewarding volunteer program, please call 312-948-6821. That's 312-948-6821. Thank you for considering Catholic Charities Legal Assistance Team. We invite you to watch Catholic Chicago this weekend, featuring a conversation with Cardinal Blaise Supich and video highlights from across the archdiocese. Here's host Todd Williamson. We'll talk with Cardinal Blaise Supich about how the COVID-19 epidemic is affecting just about every aspect of life in America, including how we worship. We'll talk about attending Mass online and how the church continues to reach out to help those in need. We'll also bring you stories about using modern technology to teach fire safety to our children and when losing your hair can be a good thing for others. Watch Catholic Chicago Friday at 7 p.m. on Chicago Loop Cable, Channel 25, and Sunday afternoon at 3 on the Comcast Network, Channel 100. Food pantries, home-delivered meals to seniors, evening-to-go meals for the homeless, financial assistance, counseling, and other services. These are all programs Catholic Charities has been providing for years to people in Cook and Lake Counties. And during the COVID-19 pandemic, we have worked to keep all of these programs going, never turning anyone away. The needs are urgent and they will grow, but we want you to know that we will be here, as we always have been, with food, housing, financial assistance, and ongoing support. Thank you to the many, many donors and partners helping us serve those most in need. We couldn't do it without you. Would you consider joining us too at this historic time? Go to catholiccharities.net to donate and to learn more about our volunteer opportunities. Thank you on behalf of all those we have the privilege to serve. Before, during, and after COVID-19, Catholic Charities is here. back for the third and final segment of this conversation on diaconia. We're talking about spiritual direction today. And in the few minutes that we have left, I, I want to be sure that we do two things. One is to give folks a sense, for those who have never had the privilege, what happens during a uh, session of spiritual direction and how somebody unfamiliar with this gets going, how, how you get started. So I'll, I'll throw it out to the three of you. What, uh, uh, let's do those two things. What happens, and how do I get going if I'm not now connected? Helene, Jerry, or David? Let me jump in then, Dick. Uh, first, we're, we're now uh, in these special circumstances of the COVID crisis. So uh, if one does ultimately get into spiritual direction, which will be hard to commence at this time, uh, one should be prepared for it. So I'd say, first of all, uh, Spiritual direction starts with uh, the director asking, what are you looking for? How is God for you? But basically, the director wants to hear what a person's relationship with God has been, where they've been blessed, where they've been challenged, and what they're looking for right now. Right now, Helene, when you're uh, with a directee, how long does it last, and do you have any kind of prime-the-pump question that you uh, get the show going, so to speak? Um, I think... 
that is open for negotiation. I think an hour session is ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important to establish, like Jerry said, what um, would be expected by the directee in insofar as the length of a session. Um, but also it's determined by their hopes for the relationship and where where they see a need for support. Um, I have formulated an introductory pamphlet that I give to people to describe the information, and we go through it together so that everybody has clear expectations and hopes and that they know their roles, that they understand the confidentiality. And and that's good, Helene, because, you know, if I'm unfamiliar with this, uh, am I making a life commitment to this spiritual director? I mean, what's, you know, I I think people's fears might need to be allayed, and and that introductory session um, gives that freedom to to both sides to to make sure, not sides, but, you know, both conversation partners to have an understanding as to what's going forward. Because it can be... I dare say intimidating. Do you, do you for, for somebody unfamiliar with this? Well, and I think people need to understand that it's not a commitment to a person. Mm-hmm. You know, and they need to have the freedom to be comfortable in, in this relationship and to develop a relationship where they have the freedom to be honest about the things that are their joys and their sorrows um, and that they know that they will be safe and that they can grow in their commitment to God and in their personal spirituality and in their service to others. Okay, no, that's I think good. it also helps Go ahead. You know, to realize that uh, sometimes you have a relationship just clicks and you develop this rapport with the other person, and sometimes it doesn't click, and that's okay. That, uh, you know, if you go for a few sessions and... It's not working for both of you to to be able to move on to to somebody else, isn't that? Would you say? Would you guys agree with, you know, yeah. uh, to have to be open to that? Uh, I I agree totally with that, David. And in my first meetings, I will typically uh, make sure they have other resources available, and I'll encourage them to spend at least some time praying over their decision and before making it final. All right, now we've got uh, two minutes left on our uh, uh, conversation. Um, if I am intrigued by this, if this conversation has piqued the curiosity of somebody listening to us, and assuming we're back out from the, uh, the COVID shutdown, wh- how on earth do I initiate a conversation? Where do I find a spiritual director? How does that happen? possible to, you know, go to your pastor as a possible resource here, uh, or you might have a suggestion of uh, spiritual directors in the area to, to contact. I'm sorry, I think I was, I think I was hearing the Resurrection Hospital's uh, announcements for the day. What was that, David? I said, I think, you know, your pastor or, your, or a priest in your parish might be a, a potential resource. Uh, either to talk with them, or they may know of spiritual directors in the area to contact. Okay, okay. There are also great resources listed online. You know, if you list Catholic Spiritual Direction in Chicago, that 
you know, there are um, centers for spiritual direction that have lists of people that you can review their bios and stuff to try to find a good connection. Right, right. And, uh, Jerry, you made reference to uh, being prepared for this conversation. So there's uh, uh, you want to come to the session and ask the talk about what God is doing in your life. Is that, I mean, is that, that's the conversation. And, and we may have, may have lost the, there we go. Uh, okay. I would encourage everyone to. So God bless you all. Um, spiritual direction. It's not just for the saints. In fact, it's, uh, it's on our path to become a saint. So God bless you all. Thank you, Helene. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you, David. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.